Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. People need to understand this is not a typical downturn. At a certain point, we will get the spread of the virus under control. And at that time, confidence will return. Now, your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. I'm not going to do anything rash or hastily. I don't do that. But the country wants to get back to work. Broadcasting from the KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 Studio in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? Talking it's about. time for Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mortgage Matters, and welcome to September. Uh, it's already September. Can you believe it? Dan, uh, welcome to the show today. You're you're calling in remotely, so I can't see you, but I know you're there. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, glad to be here. It's been a while, I feel like. Can't remember the last time I was on the radio. <laughs> yeah, I think I used the mic a little bit. Um and yeah, and we've skipped a lot. I mean, if we're being honest, we're, it's it's become hard. It's a difficult thing to be able to carve the time out to self-produce this show. It does make me miss Jim and the ability to just sit down in the studio on a Saturday morning and um, and make it happen that way. But um, yeah, we got to make the best of what what's available to us. So that's right. Here we are. So uh, yeah, so what's been going on, Dan? I mean, work's not slowing down, so that's uh, that's been going on. We uh, we've been. I, I continue to be amazed at the mortgage volume. Content, not only continuing at the increased clip that it's been going at, but it feels like it's actually accelerating. And uh, rates obviously have a large part to do with that. Rates being below three percent and, and hanging out here for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just amazing the purchase market's picking up here or not picking up it's picked up um for for a while now it's just it's hitting on all cylinders it feels like yeah uh housing and and mortgage industry are certainly bright spots of the economy and um and it, you know it's not just here i i even have a few purchase transactions sprinkled around the state right now and so i'm kind of getting a look into it it feels like it's the same everywhere which is kind of an absolute bloodbath if you're a buyer you know to be honest with you i haven't seen it like this in years um essentially people wanting to write offers on houses unseen just to try to get their their uh, foot in the door and hope to beat out the droves of people that want to buy um kind of wild and I, i've actually run into a number of younger people who are now exploring this idea of becoming uh income property owners yeah. Um, people who want to find multi-unit properties, people looking for um, opportunities in other markets where maybe they could be not only rented, whether whether a full-time rental or a vacation rental type thing where they can even take advantage of it. I'm seeing a lot of that. And I, I can't help but think that the low rate environment is really driving that um, 
that interest and that curiosity. And then those people now become buyers competing with the people who want to live in the homes as their primary residence. That's right. And yeah, the, the rate environment has so much to do with it. And, you know, we talked about this for years of the people, as you know, we went through this close to the 2012 era when interest rates really dipped low. And then they went, they buoyed above there for a few years in a row and so we called those people the ultra low interest rate folks that had the three to three and a quarter 30 year fixed. And those guys presented a little bit of a problem then in the market because they didn't want to sell their homes because they didn't want to sell their 3% 30 year fixed house and then go buy a new house with a 4% 30 year fixed, right? And just go backwards by way of monthly debt service into higher interest. So they created a little bit of a supply imbalance by, by being, Oh, I'm stationary. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a seller. I'm not a buyer. Well, those people now are seeing this opportunity to go buy um, now that interest rates are below three. Now they can make movement into properties where they aren't going to experience their interest rate going up. So we see those guys getting into the market. We got the first time home buyers here because they know. I mean, I was sitting um, with a client last week. Um, uh, Zoom, I should say, in case everybody worries we're breaking the rules. We're still not meeting people in person. But we were doing some calculations together just to figure out what happened. And honestly, this rate drop of going from three and a quarter to two and a half in this scenario made the difference equal payments of a house about $60,000 more than what it was at the higher interest rate, right? So instead of being a payment to a $400,000 house with this rate drop has put that payment equal to a $460,000 house. So for that home buyer, sheer dumb luck, finding themselves in an ability to purchase 10 to 15% more house for the exact same monthly debt service. So they're coming out, right? And now yeah. like you're bringing up, if your goal is to do an Airbnb or to find a tenant um, and do a long-term rental, if these low rates lower your debt service on the house by two or three hundred dollars a month, that closes that gap of, you know, debt service and possibly makes the difference of having positive cash flow. So, truly, it feels like a feeding frenzy. And um, you know, it's it's the straight talk to people listening. And I know that a lot of our listeners just love how brutally honest we are about the state of affairs. Um, if you're a buyer today, it's pretty cutthroat. Um, we're, we're seeing properly priced homes are getting, um, dozens of offers quickly and bidding wars with seller multiple counters and, um, things selling for more than list price seems relatively normal right now. So it's, and if you're a seller right now, you're loving this environment because your home that, you know, maybe, maybe just a few months ago or a year ago, you thought was worth you know, whatever it is, let's for argument's sake, let's say it was worth six hundred thousand today. It's not hard to get a buyer to to pay six twenty five, six fifty, maybe maybe approaching seven hundred because the payment's not much different. I have um, so I have been working with three buyers, three different buyers um, that have been trying to buy real estate in the North County. And right now it's just sort of accepted that it takes pretty close to ten percent over asking to win. So it's, it's ridiculous. That's, there's no other way to say it. 
Um, but you know, I mean, that's, that's what's going on. And, um, you know, the other part of it, so there, and there's other data sets we need to talk about in this, um, hour of the show here about new home sales and, um, the, that kind of stuff before we move on from this though, I'll just say, um, don't be discouraged though. These people, you know, you're still finding success. You can still buy a home. Um, it's just, you gotta, you gotta know the environment that you're getting into. You gotta have your ducks in a row. So we're doing like the, the very major pre-approvals where we're getting all of the documentation, we're running the automated and we have the confidence to allow you to be able to make an offer without a loan contingency, leaving only an appraisal contingency. And if you're somebody that is going in to buy today, that's something that you need to do. Gone are the days of being able to walk in there and say, I'm pre-qualified. That's kind of a passe term now. You need full-blown loan approval than looking for, you know, just an appraisal contingency, you know, your standard property contingencies, but, but not, you can't waive that you need, you know, I need 21 days to get a loan, um, approval. That's just, you're not competitive enough in that environment. So, um, for those of you that want to buy, we'll help you with that. We have the ability to do that for you and make sure that you're, you're rock solid. And then it's just a matter of evaluating the, the property piece once you identify the piece of property. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's pretty dog eat dog. And you know, what's weird too is from one neighborhood or community, the next we're seeing it go absolutely crazy. I was helping some clients, um, in Templeton where they are experiencing, you know, houses in Templeton proper seem to just be really appreciating you know rapidly right now and so some of those people are are choosing to sell those homes and then move slightly out of that um really the you know the more populous part of it maybe move over into south paso or north of tascadero and buy a house for the same price with much more amenity you know so there's a those weird little pockets are creating lots of opportunities for the people that aren't too freaked out to get in and and you know be a player are you noticing a lot i mean i i look i'm just curious to get your take i have my own opinion are you noticing or do you feel like listings new new listings are increasing now that rates have fallen because like like you said a lot of people whether feeling trapped or or by their own desire have chosen to stay in homes because partially because they have low interest rate loans. But now that the interest rates have dropped below that, are we starting to see some of that inventory free up at all? Are you, are you noticing that? Um, I can't, I can't say emphatically. Yes. I don't believe the existing home sale or existing, you know, home inventory of the County is really growing right now. I don't see that. In fact, it, it feels to me like there are very few new listings and, um, you know, that's part of what's creating the frenzy over them. Um, and you know, because of COVID we're not able to get out and kind of go do the networking and the marketing that we're used to doing as loan officers. I used to be talking to a lot of real estate agents every week. Um, and you know, being perfectly honest with you that the, um, so much of our business is just so heavy and refi right now that the interactions with the realtors are, are less. And the, um, you know, and I also know too, that, um, 
when when a new house comes on the market and I get calls from three different clients asking for a pre-approval letter for the same house, that's what tells me that we're still and I'm just one loan officer, right? I mean, it, in our I I would it would be really interesting. I wish we had the technology to be able to know when this property comes on the market in San Luis or Morro Bay or Atascadero, how many of those offers are coming from Central Coast Lending Loan Officers clients? And I venture to say it's a lot. Um, in fact, I had a client recently, um, there was a, an, a multiple offer situation and um, the realtor, so it turned out that the owner had used us for their refinance several years ago their listing agent had used us for their personal loans recently. And in fact, within the last six months and the buyer's agent had also used us for their refinance in the last six months. So the reason they accepted our offer in that bidding war was really just the comfort with the company. Everybody said, well, I have a lot of faith in that, you know, Jason and central coast lending can get us through this transaction you know, on time and in a controlled fashion. And that was why we won. So it was flattering for me, but also kind of wild to see that reach that we have in the local community. Um, you know, people are valuing that. And so I, I do, I tell that to people too, if you're not sure how much it matters, or if you're still believing that Quicken or cash call or one of those is going to find you a better deal. Um, you should know that, you know, in, in terms of that, what that pre-approval letter means to your chances of getting accepted, it, it's a big deal. And it, it packs a lot of weight around here right now, especially as busy as things are. Um, sure. And, you know, these low interest rates, I think, have really, um, they've got people knowing now. So most of the transactions, again, are having contingencies, right? People want to sell their home. But I see a much greater um, occurrence of the seller saying, well, oh, yeah, I don't care about that. You're going to have the same problem I have, which is a lot of people wanting to buy your house. So um, that's not a deal breaker. Whereas like a year or two ago, um, there was so many people in the market that weren't trying to sell a house that were just trying to buy and they were beating out the people that were asking for contingencies. So uh, now I see it's, it feels like almost every transaction is somebody's got a contingency on it and it just doesn't scare people because the market is moving so well. Um, they have confidence. Yeah. That's something that, that it's not going to delay it very long. Yeah. And even if it, and even, you know, so basically the, the goal then is to try to get to, to really understand quickly, you know, get a home inspection quick, get an appraisal quick, make sure that, that there isn't some catastrophic failure to the transaction quick. Um, because then you just seem to get right back on market and you're going to have, you know, your backup offer or multiple new offers again, pretty quickly. So, um, it definitely is moving fast. That is for sure. That willingness of sellers to accept contingent offers, I, I think that's a positive sign for anyone who worries that this market's been so hot for so long and it's due for a correction, that real estate's due for a correction. I think the, the willingness to accept a contingent offer is a sign of a strong market, a market that is moving fast where there is a lot of demand. And so, um, you know, anyone who's got any kind of worry whatsoever should just should should ease up on the copy probably yeah 
Yeah, I still am running into the occasional person that believes that COVID is going to lead us into, you know, such an economic collapse and a housing collapse that they're like, well, I'm going to just wait and, you know, and and see what happens. And ah, I still am having a lot of trouble reconciling that. Um, Well, it's a nice segue into into something else that I wanted to talk about today, which is this. a couple of weeks ago, I understand the last show that you and Mike discussed this a little bit, but there was a, a fee imposed by the um, FHFA, Federal Housing Finance Authority, to essentially tax people who are refinancing property um, a half a percent of their loan amount. That's right. And that was to fund um, potential future losses related to COVID uh, foreclosure moratoriums and payment relief programs and stuff like that. Um, so I obviously, you know, there's, there's some concern there about people not paying mortgages today, which you and I have discussed is a lot less than anticipated. Um, so that's good news, but you know, the government's taking precautions to ensure that Fannie and Freddie and the agencies can withstand any kind of sustained, uh, you know, payment problems with loans, whether it be from the, you know, a renter or the actual homeowner themselves making the payment to the mortgage company. There, there's some kind of plan in place. And, um, you know, I thought we could talk about that a little more. I'm not sure if now's the right time or. Yeah. And let's do a break. In fact, cause this is the right time to squeeze in the first break. And I do, I want to talk about that. I have a lot, um, I have a lot to say about that, which I doubt surprises you or, or any of the regular listeners, but yeah, let's, let's do take this break and we'll talk about that. And by the way, um, there's been updates to that new cash grab tax, um, that people do want to know about. And it's probably got to be the number one thing I've gotten emails about for the last week or two is how is this affecting me? What do I need to do? And, and, and this is true even for people that are in process. There's a lot of unrest about what what the ramifications of this this tax are going to be. So um, let's go ahead and, and take a minute here to do our commercial break and thank the sponsors, and then we'll dive into that topic. We'll be back in just a second, guys. Stick around for more Mortgage Matters. Central Coast Line. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. The mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending will be back in just a few minutes. It's time to make a change. Get lean and efficient in time for summer with Kennedy Club Fitness and AM Sun Solar. Schedule your free consultation with AM Sun Solar and you could win a one-year membership to Kennedy Club Fitness. That's right. Get entered to win a one-year membership with Kennedy Club Fitness when you schedule your free solar consultation with AM Sun Solar today. AM Sun Solar is your local solar company providing exceptional service since 2001. Call us at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast, Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Hi, this is this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. 
Just call 543 Loan. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from. But with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust, Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Your tuned into Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11. If you missed any part of the show, check out the podcast at centralcoastlending.com. Now, back to the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, all right, well, before the break, we started talking about this new tax, um, and, you know, the, the mainstream media picked it up pretty quick that the FHFA, the Federal Home Finance Agency, uh, which oversees Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, had dropped this new fee. And originally, they did this with about a a week left in August and said that for any loan that wasn't closed by August 31st, that you were going to be assessed this new half point fee. So I got a slew of phone calls and a slew of emails of people saying, wait, I, how is this going to affect me? Um, whether they were locked or about to fund or knew they weren't going to fund by the 31st, does that mean my interest rate is going up by a half point? And many of those people, by the way, are locked at, you know, somewhere in the mid twos, um, you know, so they're thinking their rates going from 2.625 to 3.125 with some rash fee that's being added and not really understanding why. And so first of all, um, the first piece here to put everyone at rest is that this is not a, a bump by a half a percent in interest rate. It's a half a percent of your loan amount. So think $400,000 loan, a half a percent is going to be 2000 bucks. And generally then what they do is, you know, if, 
if 2.625% was no points, that then meant that uh, the next day with this new fee, 2.625% was going to cost a half a point, that 2000 bucks on a $400,000 loan, or bump the interest rate up to 2.75 so that you don't have that added fee. And this change was also for refinance loans only. So not going to affect any purchase clients. So if you were in the market, you know, believe that you got pre-approved and your interest rate that you were quoted was two and a half. And now you're, you heard this news thinking you're getting, getting drug up to 3%. That's not true. In fact, there's no change to you because this is for refis only. So um, now kind of going what happened since then which is also what happened since the last radio show we brought you guys um essentially the um the the fhfa got hit pretty hard with some pretty substantial pushback that led them to delay the implementation of this ad um until december 1st so um that basically means that now the pricing and the uh, you know the rate sheets of all these banks are going to have some time to try to to get through their existing pipelines before they lose money. Um, so, secondly, then if you're a consumer in process um, and your loan was locked, your lock did not change. We didn't add a half a point into all those existing locks. Those are locked. They're protected. So there was a few day window there where some of the banks were assessing this fee um, have since decided to refund it. Most of the banks that we were locking lo loans with um, weren't going to enact the collection of the fee until um, Friday or until the first or something anyway. And so then we found out it was really being postponed before it was widely levied. So not a whole lot to do there, but now we can talk about this fee in general. Um, it, it, at this point, it's still coming and that in and of itself is worth talking about. I think there's a, a handful of things about this fee that I think are absolutely crazy. Um, but Dan, I'll let you start. Well, let's start with why are they imposing this fee? And we, we started to talk about it before the break. It's it's to raise funds to pay for any potential losses as a result of all of the payment relief programs that are going on. So if you'll remember at the beginning of COVID, um, the you know, there was a lot of concern about how people, you know, who are losing their jobs are going to be able to make mortgage and rent payments. Well, the through the government imp, imposed by the government to the banks was a, a mandatory a program to allow homeowners to skip payments. And what's what's fascinating about this is essentially the the FHFA said to banks, "You have anyone who's got a loan with you right now, you have to offer them payment relief, the ability to skip payments at least." have to tell them why but then for everyone you know at the same time the fhfa is saying and all you guys who didn't accept payment relief who have continued to make your payment and still own your homes and are doing everything right but you see this low rate environment you want to take advantage of it you guys are the ones who are going to be paying for the guys who did take advantage 
of the payment relief That's and right. the potential losses related with that. So it's it's a really odd thing that's happening, and it's it's frustrating to me that there's this cash grab from these agencies, Fannie and Freddie, who have been in government conservatorship for years now, who have been paying profits, their profits to the federal government for years now. I think it's paused temporarily um, for maybe about the last year or so. I think the last dividend payment was Q2 2019. Um, But Fannie and Freddie make a lot of money. So the fact that they're making money and we've gone through all this financial reform from the 2008 recession, it seems to me that they've already been positioned to weather financial turmoil like we're experiencing now. Well, I mean, last year, Fannie Mae alone made profit of $14 billion. Well, Dan, here, I mean, while you're along this line of logic, this is part of, um, you know, where my my mind goes is, you know, each year when you own a mortgage company or you work within the mortgage business, when you get down into Q4, now you have that year behind you, you're sort of doing your strategic plan and looking for what you believe next year holds, right? You've got to make sure your staffing's right. You got to make sure that your your product and your people and everything that your process is in, in the shape you need it to be in to face the upcoming year. Some of the things that you hear about, by the way, are the projections from people within the industry and outside that'll come in and say, all right, the projection for the year 2020 is for the industry to do X amount of business. And that then is sort of tempered by what we thought, you know, what happened last year versus the year before. Kind of give you an idea of what you should expect for the year coming. Now, that being said, the 2020 proves to be about a 200 percent increase over 2019 in the industry, right? I mean, the government popped in hard and fast on March 16th by reinstating quantitative easing and driving interest rates down in order to uh, just gird up the housing industry before a crash really could even begin. They made it, nope, we're going to make this easy for you guys. We're going to lower rates down. We're going to create refinance opportunities. We're also, by lowering interest rates down, we're going to make it to where would-be home buyers are going to be attracted to come in. And basically, you're going to prevent the mortgage market from going into a credit freeze. And they did an unbelievably good job at that. Um, you know, and then also you had like what you're talking about, you know, the, the SAFE Act came out rapidly that said, hey, lenders, you may not um, foreclose on people for the time being. Um, you know, landlords, you may not evict people for the time being. Um, homeowners, if you need help, just call. There's no paperwork to do. It's simply a phone call. Hey, over here, I need help. And in the very beginning, there was a whole lot of fear and concern about what that was going to do and how many people would take advantage of it. And and really, when we go in and look at the numbers now, um, America deserves a pretty big pat on the back. Um, very few people took advantage of these programs. Very few people went and did the no questions asked forbearance, and even less of them went and renewed their forbearance plan. It was issued in 90-day increments where you could come back at the 90th day and say, hey, still hurting, need more help. 
and just continue it on. And those numbers are so much less than expected. So I'm looking at this as like, well, okay, so the mortgage industry is up at a two to one ratio over what was anticipated at the beginning of the year, which really means you're almost making double profit right now. So that across the board is everywhere. So since you had unexpected revenue that is up so much, why then if you're going to have a small segment of your portfolio um, experience losses, how is that not just offset by the bumper crop revenue that you're experiencing during the heyday um, of this unexpected victorious year that 2020 has meant for the mortgage industry? Why then do you come along and say, hey, we've identified some potential loss and some risks. And so we're, we're going to tax now. And to me, it just, um, it just reeks of cash grab. I think they're sitting here watching money rip through the coffers and see mortgage companies, mortgage industry make two to one profit over what was anticipated and say, Hey, we want some of that. And so basically come in and say, essentially take a 25% tax on anybody that's refinancing. And now ordinarily, I don't take much issue with that. Um, You get yours. I get it. You need your money. Everybody needs money. Tax wherever you can. That seems to be the way of the government. Um, But the other arm of the government is over here buying record amounts of mortgage-backed securities. They're desperate to lower interest rates to struggling home buyers and homeowners to create affordability where it doesn't exist. And then you have the counterpart within the same government coming out and saying, here's a fresh new tax. Um, so during a time of economic uncertainty, so many people are unemployed, so many people are hurting, and these rates are down low and instead of letting them be as low as they could go while you're buying a trillion dollars worth of mortgage-backed securities to drop those rates another piece of the government steps in and says "Ah, raise them up a little bit we need more taxes pretty frustrating right it doesn't seem right to me it doesn't doesn't. seem right or fair the FHFA, this isn't the first time they've imposed this type of fee on the mortgage industry. It's happened over the last decade. I can count. I mean, I, I can think of at least three, four or five times where they've imposed fees. Yeah. And what happens is they impose these fees, which the consumer really doesn't see it. It's not affecting the mortgage companies, but it is affecting the rates that we're able to offer. Doesn't that make Um, it the perfect crime though, Dan, is it's hard for the average consumer. And this is the part that really makes me angry is it's the perfect crime because the consumer sees a headline in late August doesn't really know exactly how it affects them. Their refinance is generally elective and they're going to end up deciding that they save money anyway and want to do it anyhow, but they're not getting the savings that they would have got if another hand didn't just slip into the pot and say, give me. And I agree. And if the FHFA would put an expiration date on any of these fees that they've imposed over the years, then maybe it would be a little more palatable to those of us who are very acutely aware of what's going on, but we've, they impose them and then they never expire them. We've learned these lessons from things like toll roads. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. we're going to add a toll to this road to cover its cost of construction. And then we, the user, say, 
very reasonable. And then once we're conditioned to pay and there's a revenue stream, the the road is long paid for and the municipality doesn't give up the toll. They say, ah, we need this money and we're going to put it into, ah, you name it, whatever other piece of government needs more money. And so it's frustrating to me. I feel like it's something that should be voted on. I feel like there should be an oversight committee. Um, there haven't been great legs on it yet. And I think, honestly, it's because Congress has been um, sort of distracted by these other huge issues that they're facing today. You know, it's, sure. it's not we don't need to spend too much time getting down into it. Um, we have a lot of headwind right now that our government is trying to figure out how to sort us through. And unfortunately, somebody should stand up in one of those meetings and say, hey, y'all, uh, while we were arguing about X, Y and Z, um, the director of FHFA just came in and just taxed every refinance in the nation. And, um, and by the way, the fact that it goes to refis only also really burns me up. Um, if you want to tax the housing industry and just take a cash grab of every loan that goes down and you're going to do it, do it. But the fact that you don't take it on purchases tells me that you're afraid of the lobbying power and the, the true power of, um, you know, the national association of realtors, and everything at the state level, those guys are effective. They're very good lobbyists. And one of the biggest problems within the mortgage community is we don't lobby well. You know, you're not, you don't have the money. We don't, Central Coast Lending doesn't have any representation. And and yeah, I'll, I'll agree that City and Chase and Bank of America and all those big fat cats, they're in there. Mortgage business is part of what they do. The, the mortgage industry as a whole, at least half of the industry is made up by companies like us that are not, we don't have the voice. We don't have the organization and we just get told this is what we're taking from you again today. And you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and bellyache too much about what's being taken from me. The reality is, is that we're just watching them take them from the consumer, the homeowner there. You're just, you don't even know it. The perfect crime is being committed where you're giving away would-be savings and money and it's just getting thrown in the hole. And hey, guess what? Don't even bother caring about it. There's nothing you're going to do about it. Um, I, it's fascinating to me. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that this postponement turns into just an outright you know, deletion of this fee and, and we can just you know, forget, hopefully they're reevaluating the need and finding that it's not needed. If nothing, if nothing else, once we have a few more months behind us here, I mean, first of all, expect refi volume is going to decline as we get to the tail end of the year here. Um, There's obviously a big surge of people that are well aware of these low rates and they're coming to get them. And most of the business I think is probably going to be transacted. And so you're just going to see a decline in business anyway, but also I think it's going to provide them an opportunity to see more. Well, what were the losses? Now you had a lot of revenue and you experienced some losses. I know from this, these programs and the help, but that money will be more quantifiable. When they rolled this out in August, it was about unknown losses that were coming. 
And so hopefully by the time December comes, they can say, okay, you guys, we figured out that we lost $3 billion in loan deferment type of things and or cash flow servicing guarantees, whatever it was. And so we need to have this fee in place to raise $3 bucks. And when we hit it, it's gone. And, or, you know, it's going to be phased out as we get there or take it by, you know, if, if really that's what it is, um, then take it less incrementally just to get there, you know, maybe an eighth of a point or a quarter of a point, um, a whole half a point. I mean, people refinance over, um, that kind of savings or not, they'll choose that it makes sense or it doesn't over a half a point in fee. So, um, I just hope that that cooler minds prevail once we have more opportunity to see this thing for what it is and make make better decisions. Um, all right, that piece took up the whole middle segment. So we need to do the final break of this hour. When we get back, there's some other things I want to talk about in terms of data of um, – you know, a little bit about just the economy, consumer spending, I think some some interesting color commentary to come, but also we've learned about housing starts and um, new home sales. And, um, and so we'll round out this hour with that information. So let's go ahead and take this break and we'll be back in just a few minutes here with more Mortgage Matters. Stick around. It's time to pay some bills. Mortgage Matters will be back in just a few seconds. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. It's time to make a change. Get lean and efficient in time for summer with Kennedy Club Fitness and AM Sun Solar. Schedule your free consultation with AM Sun Solar and you can win a one-year membership to Kennedy Club Fitness. That's right. Get entered to win a one-year membership with Kennedy Club Fitness when you schedule your free solar consultation with AM Sun Solar today. AM Sun Solar is your local solar company providing exceptional service since 2001. Call us at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast, Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Hi, this is this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from, but with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. 
In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust, Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 low We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. You're to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 with your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. Now, back to the show. All right, guys, welcome back. These hours here just whiz by, and um, thanks for being with us. And I just, I want to apologize. I wish that we were able to bring you the show more regularly. I, I truly wish we could do a brand fresh two hours every single week and and keep up with it. But um, it's just been, it's it's been too difficult for us to be able to do that. So unfortunately, we just have to squeeze in here what we can. Um, and I don't deal well with feel like I let people down. I don't, I doesn't, it doesn't ever sleep with me. You know, I, I, um, I, in fact, I, I've been accused before of being a workaholic and, um, I know I'm not a workaholic. I know that for sure. Um, I think I'm a commitment aholic though. If I make a commitment to do something, it really means a lot to me to do it. And, and really, um, I think the show has suffered because though I do feel a level of, um, you know, uh, responsibility to the community to do the show, the commitment that we make to our clients to ensure a perfect, um, or as close to it as possible loan process is, is really what we prioritize. And, and we've just been so busy that that's where we're being pulled is, uh, we just have to be all hands on deck and it's even sparing this hour during business hours is tough for us to make it happen. And so, um, I do apologize though. So anyhow, um, we, uh, I, I threatened this a couple times, but I just wanted to talk about some of these numbers, which I think are mind blowing, which first of all, um, so today's Thursday, right? We, we have to pre-record the show and I think everybody knows it. It's not the Saturday where you're hearing it, but, um, it's Thursday now. And yesterday on Wednesday, the, um, the Dow closed over 29,000 and it did so for the first time in more than six months. And, um, that was a big deal. Um, our president tweeted about it and, you know, they rang the bell with big smiles on Thursdays. 
Uh, on Wednesday, sorry. On Thursday now, the Dow is down 807 points over the session, and we're much closer to 28,000 than we are to holding that line at 29,000. Um, and I think we're just going to, that's probably going to be what's going to happen between now and the election. I just think we're, there's uncertainty. We're up for, um, the market doesn't like uncertainty and we're up for a pretty volatile and wild ride between now um, and November. I, in uh, anybody that's suggesting otherwise, I'm just going to say is crazy. Um, <laughs> but that being said, look at some of these bright spots in the economy. I mean, one of which there's two pieces of housing data here. That's pretty wild. Uh, first of all, housing starts. Um, they surged 22.6% um, last month. And, uh, that that was in pretty impressive. Now the headline of the twenty two percent increase was mostly um, attributable to multifamily starts. Those those big projects of multi unit type of things, you know, apartments and condos and this kind of stuff. Um, that was fifty eight point four percent of the increase. However, single family residence starts rose eight point two percent and. The tag along to this is that home builder confidence was the highest um, on record in August. It it topped the, a 35 year history of the data collection. There is home builders are feeling good, and um, I think they are because they know that um, constraints have existing home sales are being suppressed. People don't want to open up their home to allow people inside and open it up to strangers. There's a lot of people that don't want to sell their home right now, period, because they don't want it open up. Um, and so there's a tight supply and much of the supply is, uh, is new construction. And so home builders are feeling good about that. Um, and also those home builders know that not only that, they're transactions are unaffected by this new FHFA fee, that half point fee we talked Ooh. about in the middle segment. They can just uh, flip to the next page. That one doesn't apply to me. Okay, part B. Um, and then also mortgage rates are likely to stay low for an extended period of time, at least through the fall. And so home, home builders know that they're paying close attention to that and they're making that part of their business plan. And it's um, you know, I've shared this more than once on the show. I grew up um, with, a, you know, my family. My dad is a contractor and, um, you know, my wife's family, his, her dad is a contractor. And that's just, it's been a part of our DNA. And I just love to see um, home builders feeling good about being able to bring product to the market. And and by the way, that's the only help I see um, in keeping prices where they are and not rapidly, I mean, even more rapidly accelerating is the fact that there's a little bit of supply being added at least by housing starts. Um, and these low, in, I mean, low interest rates always boost builder confidence. It's people can buy more house. People can qualify for houses they couldn't previously qualify for. So it just, it boosts activity it it excites people and, I know you, you said rates are likely to stay low through the fall. The Fed doesn't control mortgage rates, but they do in, influence them greatly. And the Fed has said that they're not looking to raise interest rates 
until not even considering it until 2022. Yeah. So while while you're saying rates might stay low through the fall, I mean, they, they might change and fluctuate. Maybe this is the lowest of the lows will be here through this year. Um, they're going to remain low, uh, maybe maybe not mid 2% low, but they're going to remain low for the next 18 months or so. I believe they are. And I think that this level is where they're likely to stay. Um, and I think that once we get through, um, you know, through the winter, because right now, I mean, COVID's the elephant in the room still, right? Um, are you going to take the vaccine or not? You don't have to answer that. I'm rhetorically speaking, <laughs> asking America, um, is the vaccine going to work or not? They've had a vaccine for influenza for 25 years. That's 40 to 60% effective. So we don't know what any of this looks like. And I love that um, the resilience of the American business place has you able to eat in the street today. I absolutely love that. It's also uh, summertime. And when we bring the slushy rain snow to New York um, or the cold North County nights um, are and the rain, are, are these businesses going to be doing as well as they are now? Are they going to be able to be back inside? Are we going to pretend that outside with a great uncovered uh, patio um, is different than being inside? There's so much uncertainty, and I think it takes us well through the next 12 months to be able to really see this is what this new way of life looks like in all the seasons. This is what it all means. And and so for me, I just think we have so much to learn about how we're going to grapple this um, in coming months that the rates stay low with this until the path forward is clear. And that may take 18 months to know. I don't know. Um, I hope not, but it may. So anyhow, um, I'm watching the clock here. We're running out of time. I, I can't even give you the rest of the data that I that I clipped today to share. I do want to just let everybody know, though, um, I made this, this call um, last time we did the show is to say, if your interest rate is over 3% right now, that's the mark of where you should call us. So um, if you want to buy a house, if you need to buy a house, um, call us and let us get you pre-approved. If you want to refinance house if your interest rate is greater than three if you have a variable rate if you have a second you need to consolidate if you have mortgage insurance um, by all means you should call us and 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 just so you know for all of our lovely loyal listeners that are listening today it is taking you know somewhere between five and eight weeks to close loans right now um Obviously, we're prioritizing purchases and bringing those down so we can still hold the 30-day escrows, but um, we are busy. The whole industry is busy, so it's going to take a little bit longer, but we'll lock you through the duration of the transaction. Um, so be patient if you're in process. If you want to join the process, know you're getting in the back of a pretty long line, um, but we'll lock you and take great care of you. So um, don't hesitate to reach out to us. 805-543-LOAN or centralcoastlending.com. And Dan, thanks much for helping out today. Um, as always, it's a pleasure. And to the rest Glad of Glad I could be here, Jason. Last thing I want to interject before we go off the air is that if you have a jumbo loan amount and you've been left on the sidelines as the market kind of dried up for jumbo loans, we're seeing jumbo programs come back. That's right. Now. So... Uh, now, good time to call on those too. Yep, that's loans in our county that are uh, over the the six ninety mark. Um, so anyhow, call us five four three loan. Find us on the web at centralcoastlending dot com. Stay healthy, you guys, and we'll bring you another episode as soon as we can. Thanks so much. <laughs>